everybody to an all new episode of downright sports episode 30 for season two to be exact on today's show we're going to talk about the 90s era of the nba the new coaching jobs that are available in old baseball old baseball so uh, everybody get ready if this is the first time you heard the show it's about to get insane it's about to get exciting because if you look at your watch it's only one time it is showtime She ain't giving nothing back uh-uh. Baby doing what she's supposed to do Add it to the stack Yeah, I'ma make a dance When I throw them bands I'ma, I'ma make a dance When I throw them bands I'ma, I'ma make a dance When I throw them bands Yeah, she gon' throw it back She gon' throw it back
you are listening to Downright Sports with notorious sports critic Brent Reed. The fake applause from the people around the world. The fake cough applause from everybody. Welcome to an all new Downright Sports. I am your host, Brent Reed. Wait, back that up. Welcome to an all new Downright Sports. I am your host, the notorious sports critic, Brent Reed. How about that? If you never heard the show before, thank you for listening. For the first, if this is your first time, this it, Downright Sports is a sports show uh, given to you for the fans. It's a fan show. It's a sports fan show uh, coming at you by the ultimate sports fan. All these nicknames, by the way, were not given to me. I made them up. Just letting you know. And I think they sound awesome. Alright! Uh, if you never heard the show, if you're listening to the show, let me know all the different places. I will let you know all the different places you can listen to the show as I go to the script. <clears throat> uh, check Downright Sports out. Uh, new podcast down uh, you're, are available at noon every Wednesday uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify and anywhere else po- uh, major podcasts can be downloaded. Wednesdays on DJ Chase Radio at live365.com slash DJ Chase Radio. I forgot the radio part in that, but luckily I do this a lot. <laughs> uh, Thursdays at 8 o'clock p.m. You can listen on DynastyRadioNY.com, your number one source for hip hop and RB, the original online radio station radio whatever for downright sports believe it or not uh it is your number one source for hip-hop and r&b except on thursdays when downright sports takes over um then we take over saturday starting with a cup of coffee a bagel and i like butter and jelly sometimes a little cream cheese but i'm not a cream cheese guy but anyway 8 a.m uh, if you're in the Chicago area, Fab 94.5, The Hits, or Fab 94.5, TheHits.com. Hits is, uh, has a Z in it, believe it or not. And then you can finish off Saturday at 3 p.m. A Trap Radar Radio at FleetRadioNetwork.com. And that's that response is everywhere. And hopefully we keep going everywhere because May... 21st, for the first time ever, uh, Downright Sports has been invited to uh, hip, uh, Hoops and Hip Hop, or Hip Hop and Hoops. I should know this by now, because I've been promoting it for like four months, but it's been a long month of April, May, April, it's been a long month, <laughs> it's, May's not even over, and it's long, uh, yeah, 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 where's the flyer, where's the flyer, we're getting into the show, trust me. Trust me, a lot of sh- oh, here it is. Uh, Hoops and Hip Hop Conference. Yes, I knew that. I said it. Hoops and Hip Hop Conference. Uh, we will be in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, uh, May 21st. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Still trying to plan out what I'm going to do. Don't know if I'm just going to go live. It may just be a lot of pre recorded stuff and interviews for later. As we say, we put it in the can and put it out later. How about that? All right, so. Um, Oh, uh, well, this is kind of a promotion thing, but for those of you that don't know or don't follow me or whatever on multiple platforms of everything, um, 
every Monday, Tuesday, and, I mean, excuse me, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I put out the downright daily. Uh, you go on Instagram and look at it, and basically it's like a little snap, clip, snip, like news, newspaper um, top. It's like top story. Uh, or a story I think that should be the top story. And when Brooklyn was el- were, was eliminated from the playoffs, I was laying in bed and I was thinking to myself, Ooh, what would make a good newspaper article? Not a A section, not a front page article, but something like when you're, if you're old like me, uh, you would pick up a newspaper like the Daily News and you would get to the sports section, and as you were in the sports section, it would be the article, probably take up three, four pages, and then um, there would be a couple little articles here and there. And in my way of thinking, this could be a cool little article. Now, for you youth out there, you probably would see something on ESPN's like uh, E60, I think is what it's called, or whatever. It would be a 30 for 30, whatever it would be. But it, or if you go on TikTok, some guy would do like a three-minute video on explaining something. I have, don't really have time for that, nor do I. I, I talk too much to do just a three-minute video. Even when you go on TikTok and I do little stupid videos, I can't get it under three minutes. I could barely get under a minute. So it, the thing I wrote was basically, if, if I remember correctly, it was... The disappointment in the LeBron James like players, the all the LeBron James era players, which I think the LeBron James era players, in my opinion, ended with Steph Curry. Like, and I'll get back to that. And this is not me going after LeBron, but more or less just critiquing, uh, thus the name of the notorious sports critic, in where the game has gone. The NBA does a fantastic job of making you believe the sport is like more popular than ever, but it's not realistic. Like people aren't watching regular season games. The So I've made myself a list of questions. Well, why was the Jordan era better? Well, the Jordan era to me and probably tons of people was more, was better or more entertaining. Well, for one reason it was more entertaining. So, the moment Jordan beat the Detroit Pistons and then went to the finals and then beat Magic Johnson, he took the, he took the NBA, he took the title, he took everything from the guys before him, the greats, greatest of the greats, Isaiah, uh, Bird, Magic, Dr. J, the list goes on, we all know, but he took it. And he basically, where in the 80s, Bird and Magic shared the 80s, and then Isaiah was a good co-star, and Dr. J was a fantastic support. He was a guest star. Like, Dr. let's not poo-poo Dr. J. He got a ring, and they were constantly in the finals. But the 80s belonged to Bird and Magic, where in the 90s, Jordan went full John Cena, and was like, nah, this is a one-man show. And pretty much, well, I would say more Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he pretty much was, you know, it was the Michael Jordan show. And the way what made Jordan's title reigns and his trip to the title championships 
was every year another team was being put together to stop Michael Jordan. Never happened, but every team was put together to put an end to the Jordan run. These teams that stood out for everybody was a collective was the Knicks, the Indiana Pacers, later the Miami Heat, the Utah Jazz, the uh, Seattle uh, Supersonics. For those of you young kids out there, Seattle used to have a basketball team. Uh, you could throw in the Magic when Shaq got there and Penny got there. Uh, you could throw in uh, the Portland Trailblazers, the Phoenix Suns, uh, Houston. They, you know, for the Houston Rockets, if you will. I'm trying to think of some other teams. Charlotte was competitive as heck. Um, the Charlotte Hornets, they were super competitive. Uh, th- that was pretty much it. But these teams were, the, the idea was, there's one guy at the top, and we're trying to knock him down. And when you would watch these, when you would watch these games, if you will, and I wrote down some stuff, and I think I have it somewhere, but when you watch these games, every game felt like it was important. Anytime somebody played Jordan, it was must-watch. We all could, if you're of a certain age and you are a real basketball fan, you remember the NBA on NBC and the and they would, you know, you can you can feel it when it came on and Jordan's everywhere on the screen and there's the play he's going through the lane and the tongue's coming out and all this stuff and it was symbolic that this is the guy, this is who we're chasing. This is the individual that is head and shoulders better than everyone around him. Despite Scottie Pippen recently being on his best hater, Scottie Pippen went to a corner store recently in the last couple years and looked around and saw Liquid Death and saw Red Bull and saw Aquafina. None of these people pay me, by the way. And then he looked and was a can of hater. Not haterade, because we've all used that, but a can of hater. Mm. Ingredients in hater. Envious of my teammates. Jealous of my other teammate. Mad because nobody talks about me the way they talk about the other guy. Hmm. I think I like that. Also has caffeine. uh, About 150 grams of sodium. And has no sugar. Huh. That sounds good. Yeah. I'll, I'll drink a can of Hater. And he... and But... Scotty was the perfect... Like, you know, wingman for the situation. But the idea was, we need to beat the Bulls. Even, ah, crap. Even when um, Houston won their two championships, it's a hollow victory. Because they didn't have to go through Chicago. Now, they went through a Knicks team, which we're, all Knicks fans still remember 94. And I blame OJ for us losing because he, took the, he took, the, the, <laughs> took the focus off the game. But... The only person that could, you know, could dethrone the NBA was OJ. You know what I mean? Jordan comes back in 95, but you, we don't count the 95 comeback only because he came back late in the year. He didn't, you know, he really didn't play a weird year. And he wore number 45, which was odd. And, you know, he ran up against uh, a young Orlando team that we all were like, ooh, ooh they, they look good. And then Jordan returned and became Jordan again. But 
the whole thing about we gotta be we gotta beat Mike. The whole thing of we need to take down Mike was the idea. Fast forward to Mike retiring. There's a couple different people looking for the throne, and then 19, 2003, LeBron arrives, and LeBron shows up, and we all—well, not we, but most of the world—looked at it like this dude is the guy. He's going to—he's going to win a hundred rings. For it's like the old Ricky Morty joke. Ricky Morty. 300 years, Rick and Morty, 10 seasons, Rick and Morty, 1,000 years, and that was like the concept, LeBron James was going to win every championship from the day he got drafted, and it didn't happen, and it continuously didn't happen, and then finally it kind of happened, but it was, it wasn't authentic because he had to go get help. And I know what you all think. Well, Jordan got Scott. There's a difference. Scotty was drafted to the team. Okay. Or oh, uh, he got uh, the, whatever he got. They came to him. LeBron left and joined another champion. That would have been like Mike leaving after 92 and went to go join Charles Barkley in Phoenix after uh, going to play baseball and it sucked. That would have been Jordan leaving the Bulls and going to join Charles in Phoenix or Patrick in New York or uh, Gary Payton. And that's the other thing as it ties back to it. The 90s era, the greats did not want to play with us. They wanted to face other greats. They wanted to beat other greats. As much as I like joking about Scotty, Scotty wanted to beat Michael. Scotty didn't want to be teammates with Michael. He appreciates he made him a lot of well, he made him some money if you watch the to the last dance. Scotty signed a bad contract. But the point is the LeBron ever players wanted to want to play together. They're the worst style of a pickup basketball game. Imagine going to the park and you want to play a pickup game and you know who all the great the best players in the in the, in the block on the block is, and they all like, yo, we wanna to run together. Nah, no, no. That's why when we were growing up and we knew who the best two players were, we'd be like, you two are captains. You don't get to play together. You two are captains. Now pick. And the, the, the LeBron era, LeBron has four. Okay? whoop the But they're not the same like Jordan six or even Kobe's first three. You know what I mean? Or Magic's five. Like, you felt it. You feel it. I, 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 what's his name? Kevin Durant has two. Do you remember when? Like, because they're just, because, unlike, like, everybody remembers the first Golden State Championship more than they remember when KD won with them. Because that first one was so unexpected. Here are three guys, four if you count uh, Harrison Barnes, that were not supposed to be the guys. The LeBrons, the KDs, the Kyries, the Anthony Davises, I have a list of bums. The, <laughs> um... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carmelo Anthony's, Chris Pauls, all these guys were supposed to be the guy. They were supposed to be winning multiple, multiple, but instead they decided, well, we don't we don't need to win. I call the LeBron era player the, oh, well, generation. Gen, oh, well. Oh, you lost? Oh, well. We, I didn't win MVP. Oh, well. Oh, well. Like, that's the difference. Like, Mike wanted every award. Now, Russell Westbrook, I feel like, missed his, missed his moment. He missed his opportunity. Because Russ had that motor, and I think it died. But I think Russ had that, oh, I, I want that. 
You know what I mean? But now, the, oh well, generation is kind of dwindling. And now you have the new generations, the John Morants, the Jason Tatums, the uh, uh, Trey Youngs, there's a bunch of other guys, I can't name them all. But they have more of the, oh no, I want that. I, you got something I want. Oh, led by Giannis Antetokounmpo. Now take John Morant out the equation, but you think about guys like Giannis and Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. These guys weren't drafted ones and twos, and they didn't go ahead and tattoo chosen one on their back like a chunk. They went out and said, I want to be a champion. I'll take it, and I win, and I will earn it. Giannis, two-time league MVP. Now, Djokovic, I don't know why he's an MVP. I don't know why people like him. He wins nothing. He does nothing. Yeah, he scores a bunch of points, but he's seven foot two. And if you played 82 games in the NBA, a lot of them teams kind of just let it happen. All right? So enough with the Giannis. Uh, um, not Giannis. Enough with the, the Joker or whatever. Djokovic, whatever his name is. Now, uh, Joel Embiid, he wants it. There's so many guys now that don't have that Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, laissez-faire attitude. That, oh, well, attitude. They don't have that. They have, I got to beat you. And I got to beat you now. And I got to beat you bad. Pause. And I got to take what you want. You saw Brooklyn. They're losing now. They get whooped, if I'm not mistaken, right now, currently, by Milwaukee. And they got whooped in game one. But against Brooklyn, two guys that are clearly on everybody's list. And if they were in a draft right now, it would take them one and two, which would be a mistake. But the Boston Celtics showed the entire world, I don't care what you have, if I want it more than you, I will take it. While the O-Well generation, if you don't watch a press conference, that's what it looks like. Well, you guys lost tonight. I can't believe you lost. I mean, are you stunned that you lost to a team like this? Oh, well. Like, that's how they talk in a press conference. But in any case, you look at the guys today. You look at the younger guys, the the new, I call them the Steph Curry gen guys. Because Steph was the first one to keep working. I will work. I'm going to put myself in a situation where you got to give me the MVP. You, I'm going to take a championship from you. That's why right now, it would be not. we would not be shocked. And it would be fantastic if we got a Golden State Milwaukee Bucks finals. But you got a Giannis Antetokounmpo who is playing on a whole nother level. Why is he not accepted the same way Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, LeBron James is accepted, accepted? Or Anthony Davis? Because universally, we all can recognize those guys are fantastic talents. Universally, we can all recognize those guys are one of the one of a kind players. But what is not recognized universally, they don't have this right here. That's hard. Go back and watch the LeBron championship wins, and I don't feel like he feel like, like he really cared. It just doesn't seem that way. I'm gonna give you two examples and I'm gonna let it go. Go back and watch Jordan hit his game winner. When he hits the shot, the the most iconic any game winner he hits, he fist bumps. And then he walks off like he meant to do that. Kind of go watch Kobe hit one. Kobe hits it, bites the lip, fist bumps. I meant to do that. Go watch LeBron hit a game that game winning shot against Orlando. In his eyes, in his emotion, he didn't know he was gonna hit that shot. <laughs> I'm just dead serious. He was like, <gasps> ah! like it was kind of like that. Like it was a oh. 
I hit that. But you go watch guys that expect to hit those shots. They don't have that emotion. They have the, yeah, I'm psyched. But that fist bump meant like, yeah, I did that. I do that. That's what I do. Now, for those of you who are you just beating over LeBron. You're just such an old head. I'm not. Because if you listen to what I said for this last 10 minutes, I said that period of time from 2003 to whenever Steph Curry got dra- tra- drafted, whenever, 2010 or something like that, the LeBron James influence of player, yeah, they are the <laughs> oh well gen, but the Steph Curry and on players, they're not. They're the, I want to take what you got. Give me mine. Yeah. Hey, this is Darren Ray Sports. Uh, more show to come. Uh, the rest of the show today, uh, we're going to touch on the NBA coaching availabilities. We're going to do some news. And then we finish up, uh, talk uh, again. I'm going to kill baseball. <laughs> I'm going to kill it. I'm going to destroy it. I'm going to beat baseball down. Uh, check Downright Sports on every major platform. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook, we appreciate you. And if you are, yeah, I don't care about the other side. But if you're watching on Facebook, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. Look, pay attention to your feeds. It's like TV. It's actually on Facebook Live. It's just like TV. I take a break and then I come back. And if you're not back, so what? That's just how life goes. I talk to hear myself. That's pretty much how this goes. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going crazy. Anyway, uh, all music today on the show is by, either produced or created by the one, the only, DJ Chase. And go to djchase.net right now and get your new uh, Worldwide Sounds t-shirts, DJ Chase hoodies, which are dope, DJ Chase hats or Worldwide Sounds hats. Uh, when I come back sometime in July or August, depending on some things, uh, I will have my DJ Chase apparel. Also, DJ Chase. Uh, I'll promote somebody else because I'm wearing clothes today. Uh, I'm all gimmicked out. No gimmicks. Google it. All right, we'll be back. More Downright Sports. Easier just to throw a quick racist term at somebody. A man who has seen the things I've seen, experienced the loss and pain that I've experienced. <laughs> I transcend race, hombre. Line them up, shut them down. They saying we run the town. They say that I'm a king, I never been so motivated Worldwide click, put it down, we the Oakland Raiders Rappers telling lies, they really want to block the haters But I'm on my grind, pushing hard until the cops shakers Homie, it's the bag, I never had the fast though Bank account full, see they asking for a handout Elevator high, laid back on a yacht though Summertime feel, oh I see they wanna fight though Homie, I know goons who will bury you for life though Never really cared about your feelings, you should lay low No spin on this grind day one, you better let them know Seeing what's in front is the way I'm gonna ride the wave Nothing in the past, I reminisce the better days Look toward the sky for the blessings that I'm on stage Look, I love the game, it made me a renegade East New York clips, tell these rappers they should all pray Line them up, shut them down, no really I run the town Got chased to hold me down, the city I want the crown They feel it when I'm around, too really can dumb it down Yo Chase, you hear them now, they saying we run the town Line them up, shut them down, no really I run the town Got 
I chase to hold me down The city I want the crown They feel it when I'm around Too gritty, can't dumb it down Yo Chase, you hear me now? They saying we run the town It's not a secret how I do it I just get it and go Notes has to be the best Let the industry know Cause the truth is back in business One taking these hits Cause the truth is like a cell Locked down in the pits It's like the game is in my palm In a lyrical sense Cause I feel like Machiavelli Never die from these clips I'm having dreams I went to heaven Seen Biggie and Pop It's about time to tell the critics All the violence to stop Now my music's on display For the feds to leak out Information about our lives Crack, show them the route I lead you down that alley Look, your brains will leak out Cause the hood is something valid Prepare to move out Cause it's nothing but the jungle Two seconds from hell And everybody want a shot We rebuilding the rock Cause the industry's in need Of an artist that's real That way, if beef was real I could show you the steel Line them up, shut them down No, really, I run the town Got chased to hold me down The city, I want the crown They feel it when I'm around Too gritty, can't dumb it down Yo, Chase, you hear them now They saying we run the town Line them up, shut them down No, really, I run the town Got chased to hold me down The city, I want the crown They feel it when I'm around Too gritty, can't dumb it down Yo, Chase, you hear me now They saying we run the town I think that's what he says in the uh, for the other guys. I the reason <laughs> so I w- I had to go to Pennsylvania on Saturday night and like an emergency like I had to go to PA and I always mess with my mom about like uh, you don't listen to my show and it's probably some like subconscious mess but uh, she does listen when I send it and. <laughs> Uh, she goes, he, you know, I think it's good. You, you know, you just play too much music, I think. And my mom loves music, like, all kind of music. Like, my mom's not, like, a thousand, and she just, no. My, like, my parents are talking about going to the Essence Festival, and they want me and Allie to go. I'm like, I don't do concerts. <laughs> like, I don't do concerts, Mom. And uh, my dad, he, he go, and I'm like, Allie don't do concerts either. And he's like, nah, Allie wants to go. I'm like, nah, Allie don't want to go to the Essence Festival. She could name like ten groups there. She could name two groups. Like, nah, like I'm good. And um, I don't want to go because I don't do concerts. But I think it was just funny. So I said, like to say this, you know, I play the st- like the little cheap sound effects that I record on my phone. But I got that idea from uh, the Tony Kornheiser show, uh, his podcast. Well, back when he had a radio show, and he used to end the show. With different movie, or I guess his favorite movie clips, and I thought it would be cool to steal that and and segments or start segments with like some of my favorite movie clips. Crazy thing is, I need to take more time and get more clips, but the ones I get are just so stupid. I love them, so <laughs> yeah, that's just who I am. But um, any case, the news came out that. The Sacramento Kings are interested in Mark Jackson and now apparently inter- inter- interested in everyone. 
Um, I was prepared to play a game with this, and I still might in a few seconds. I just don't know if I want to get up and get this wig that I haven't put on in forever. So, because I actually, I view the show more like a radio show. I do the visual stuff to just get some type of traction out of something, you know, get people watching. But I wanted to do, I'm going to just do this segment anyway. The way I want to do it. I'm just not going to put the wig on. Even though I think I got a lot of fun with it. So, um, we're gonna, uh, we have here me and the Crock-Pot team of uh, my writers in the back and our show producer and everything. We decided that um, America needs another game show, okay? With there's America's Got Talent and uh, Biggest Loser. Is that still a show? And The Mad Singer and all this stuff out there. What if it's time for a new show? This show is going to be huge. It's going to be legendary. It's going to be the first of its kind and the last of its name. Okay? I think that's a Game of Thrones thing. Did I play? Did I get the play? I don't think I got the play. Hold on. Try to do something. Alright, so here we go. I don't have music queued up. I thought I was like, ah. I think Allie turned it up a little too loud. Alright, um, oh, actually, let's do it like this. Let's do it like this. I'm just gonna steal music from something. I'm not gonna actually use it, but that be, that get that uh song got stuck in my head. Like it just really got stuck in my head. That's the, um, I think that's the, uh, I want to say that's, um, price, it's not Price is Right. It is the Price is Right. Yeah, it's the Price is Right. My grandma loved that show. Still does, I think. Alright, everybody. It's everyone's favorite new show, America's Next Head Coach. I am your host, everybody. Oh, that's not working. I am your host, everyone, Brent Reed. Hello, everybody. Yes, yes. How are you? Oh, today's show, we have three, three very lucky basketball franchises, if you will, starting with the team in Northern California. They are the capital of the state. They wear purple. They were once known for having the loudest arena. Ladies and gentlemen, the Sacramento Kings. How about that? Applause for them. Yes. Yes. All right. Now, the other team on our list is the East Coast team. They were founded in 1992. Uh, They're owned by one of the greatest NBA champions of all time. Give it up for the Charlotte Hornets. Yes. Yes, the Charlotte Hornets. I'll just do my own clapper. The Charlotte Hornets. Now the other team is a sexy lady in the room. Uh, currently right now, great weather. Ladies and gentlemen, 17-time uh, world NBA champion, the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes. Now, who are we going to match these teams up with? Some of their candidates, if you will. Joining the show today, we have a former uh, coach of the Phoenix Suns, the New York Knicks, the Los Angeles Lakers, and the Houston Rockets. Currently an assistant coach with the Brooklyn Nets. A man known for his offense, 
Mike D'Antoni. That's fantastic. Uh, head coach that once got a team to the NBA Finals. Uh, he was the head coach of LeBron James once in his past life. Uh, he then became the Los Angeles Lakers coach. And later, uh, he's been an assistant coach under Steve Kerr in Golden State. Give it up for Mike Brown. Now, the, this other candidate is a bunch of mystery candidates. But this next candidate... Uh, once coached and only coached the Golden State Warriors. He, in fact, won 56 games with the Golden State Warriors and then was fired and then the team won a championship the very next year. He's been working for ESPN. You know him as hands down, man down, mama, there goes that boy, Mark Jackson. All right, so... You lucky team. Now, there's also a mystery, mystery person behind the curtain. Ooh, who could it be? I'm glad you asked. Now, if you're the Sacramento Kings, what do you need? What do you need? Do you need a veteran coach? Do you need a coach with some experience? Or do you need a coach with zero experience? If you're the Kings and you're trying to take a team from nothing to something, you probably want to consider someone like a Mike Brown, a guy who's uh, comfortable with being in situations with superstars, a guy that's comfortable with help rebuilding, and a guy that's fantastic at defense, something I don't think the Kings ever play. So if I was the Kings, I would probably look at getting Mike Brown. He fits right in. He's, he's the perfect candidate. The two of you... I think I would love to hear back from you two next week and potentially see how your trip to uh, the Poconos works out. So, you two crazy kids, we'll hear from you next week. Now, for Charlotte and the Lakers, the Lakers, you've already done the Mike D'Antoni experiment. That didn't work out so well. Now, a team like Charlotte with a great point guard, something Mike D'Antoni knows all too well. He got a chance. He coached Steve Nash to two MVP uh, awards. He also had the privilege of coaching James Harden multiple times and got James Harden the MVP award. Now you got one of the Lamellos or Lamalo or Lorenzo. Or, it's a ball. It's the battle of the ball. But you can coach this young man who's a fantastic point guard that loves to get up and down the court. Charlotte. I think you and Mike D'Antoni would make a fantastic relationship. I honestly feel that this could be the start of something beautiful. So I would like to see what happens after you two have your first date. And we'll hear from you guys next week. So, Mike D'Antoni and Charlotte, you have a good time. That's, that's right. Yes, everybody. Yes, yes, yes. Now, finally, the Los Angeles Lakers. I know. I know. You're the sexy lady in the room. You have the hot commodity. You also have LeBron James. Mark Jackson sitting right there. Don't think this is the fit for Mark. I don't think you two are a fit. Mark's a little more, uh, if you if you say, Mark's a little more forward. And, you know, LeBron, Mark recognizes LeBron's greatness, but I don't think Mark's going to want to put up with LeBron and his, his, you know, I have to have wine before every game. I don't think that's going to work. But what if... What if we do something radical? Hmm? I have an idea for you guys. 
if I can, humor me, you are a team that's kind of trendy. You're the Lakers. You were the first friend. You had the Laker girls, and you were Showtime, and all this good stuff. There's a coach behind the curtain who's a national champion. She's uh, currently right now on top of the world. Highest paid women's coach ever. One of the highest paid coaches, period. What if you make a call and you ask Don Staley to be the first woman head coach of the NBA? She knows what she's talking about. She coached Team USA to a championship. She is clearly built for this game. And what better way? What better way to give a great partnership and you give her somebody like LeBron? Two of them, smart, crafty, can make it work. I think, Mark, you should wait for a better team to pop up. But what if... We go with Don Staley. Yes, I know. I know. It's different. Something you guys never experienced before. It's, but in today's world, we can accept it. How about you two go out and hold hands and walk around the park and have a little wine and cheese and watch Netflix and chill. Not Popeyes. Ha! That's a joke. That's a joke. But I think that's going to be the fit. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. So, I I, I think that's the way we go. Oh, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for participating. Next week, come back to see how this worked out. Let's make an NBA coaching match come true. I'm your host, Brent Reed, and we'll see you all next week. But for some of you, we'll see you in just a moment as Downright Sports will continue on. Uh, with the net, we're going to do the news, and then right after that, we're going into segment three to wrap things up. Who loves my TV host voice? I got a headache from doing it. This doesn't pay me enough. This is insane. I'm going back to stealing cars. We'll be right back, everybody. Yeah. Listen, homie, learn to push your pride aside. I'm better than everybody. Don't feel bad you on the line. With all this cake I'm getting, it's hard to miss my rise. Thinking you can hang with me, guess what? That's suicide. Trying to save the day only adds to the damage. Cause you know they say a hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. I'm too witty and I hate to take advantage. True artists, you can sketch these bars on your canvas. Yeah, I'm in the gym, but I still pop bottles. Sex symbol, they don't know if I'm a rapper or a model. Nobody that's great never got there being modest. A different creed, you would have thought my name was Adonis. Balls are legendary, yeah, let's just be honest. Gave Shorty long strides, she nicknamed me Giannis. Product of my verbal, yeah, I'm Brooklyn's finest. You a four time loser, product of Thurman Thomas. I'm going flourish in this game, yes, I promise, and I make my team better. You could check my plus minus. I believe I'm a pop, even though my sisters think you made it if you want loving hip hop. It's pressure on me of all sorts. You think it's easy being a new punchline king coming out of New York? 
grown man, not a minor. Signing off Johnny Floss, aka Mr. Clever. One liners, no Yeah, truth. we turned up, cause we know bars is back. But don't get it twisted, we still turn up to the trap. So when you hear this, you gon' know it's Liddy. When you hear this, they gon' say it's Liddy. Yeah, we turned up, cause we know bars is back. But don't get it twisted, we still turn up to the trap. So when you hear this, you gon' know it's Liddy. When you hear this, they gon' say it's Liddy. When you hear this, you know that I cleared it like a sample. I'm from where they cop it and chop it and then they scramble. Some niggas don't even hustle, they just gamble. Only time to block quiet is when they lighting the candle. Chrome 45 with the rubber grip handle. Cause niggas don't learn bullets burn, for example. Pull up on the worst strip right before I purge shit and murk shit. Spit a 16, that's the first clip. Keep the boss with me, horse head with the 50. You know we got it, Liddy. Johnny Floss in the city. Pop the cork off the Henny, then I chase it with the rose. Every line dope, like the fiends in the hallway. Reminiscing when I used to get it off of Broadway. Now I'm at the poker face table, let the broad play. High with ideas, brainstorming in the foyer. We still turned up, you can see what the score say. Yeah, we turned up, cause we know bars is back. But don't get it twisted, we still turn up to the trap. So when you hear this, you gon' know it's Liddy. When you hear this, they gon' say it's Liddy. Yeah, we turned up, cause we know bars is back. But don't get it twisted, we still turn up to the trap. So when you hear this, you gon' know it's Liddy. When you hear this, they gon' say it's Liddy. Yeah, man, you're now locked into Downright Sports, the podcast. This is DJ Chase, Worldwide Sounds Records. Shout out to Brent Reed. I want y'all to tune in, like, comment, and subscribe. Subscribe on all podcast platforms. You know what it is. Cheer! Alright, we are back. Time to wrap the show up, actually. Yeah, last segment. Went back kind of fast. It really did. Normally the show feels forever. What time is it? Yeah, that's about right. Um, a couple things. So, uh... <laughs> Had trouble actually trying to create the third segment today. So normally, what goes into creating an episode of Downright Sports, I start pre-game. I start preparing Thursday, Friday, trying to put stuff together. Uh, but lot going on currently. <laughs> so um, it was a little, you know, it was a little tougher to put together today, uh, this today's show. But we trucked on and we got it done. And one story that stood out to me was Robinson Cano being designated for assignment by the New York Mets. Uh, Cano was traded to the Mets uh, two years ago. Yeah, two years, two, three years ago. Uh, played like one, barely played the season and got hurt. Um, we all know Cano got popped for uh, PED use. And uh, since then, we kind of haven't heard from the guy. Um, it's kind of sad. Robinson Cano, for those of you that don't remember, was the new was the first new Yankee that got everybody excited. Uh, the Yankees haven't ha- hadn't had a player that was supposed to be game changing since Jeter. Like, G came along, everybody was like, oh, oh, who's this guy? And then, for a while, we, you know, you had Bernie, you had 
Um, you had Bernie, you had Andy, you had uh, some of those guys in between. But the Yankees weren't producing prospects or homegrown talent that much in the late to mid-2000s. Uh, it just wasn't happening. Um, we weren't seeing it. Like, truthfully told, just weren't seeing it. Like, there were plenty of guys that had potential. Chad Davis, Brett Gardner, who actually turned to be a great player. But, like, the Yankees haven't had uh, a pitching phenom in forever. You know, Ron Guidry's probably the last. Andy Pettit, we could put on there, but Ron Guidry is the last, honestly, uh, that because Guidry was a Cy Young winner. Andy never won a Cy Young. Uh, most of the Yankees Cy Young winners didn't weren't drafted by the team in recent years. Uh, Clemens was a free agent. Um, I think Clemens is the, only, the last one. I think Clemens is the last Yankee to win the Cy Young. I think so. I'm, I'm fairly sure. But you get Robbie Cano and the the the, the Watching him play, he was built for Yankee Stadium. Like, the guy had one of the sweetest swings I've ever. And I got to launch this. But he leaves. And one of the reasons why he left was for money. At the time, he had one of the biggest contracts given to him. Seattle was trying to make a splash. I give Seattle a lot of credit because they're always trying to win. Uh, Cano's time with the Yankees, nine seasons. Excuse me. Nine seasons, he had 204 home runs. Where are the hits? Because that's what matters. Where are the hits? Where are the hits? Where are the hits? Here we go. He had over five. Uh, nope. Yeah. He had over 2,000. Yeah, 2,000. No, it's not the Yankees. Sorry. He had 1,649 career hits as a Yankee. So, he gets to Seattle. He spent... Um, I, what is this on the screen? <laughs> he spent uh, 10 years. How long did he spend with Seattle? He spent five years with Seattle. Under Seattle, he had over 821 wins. And he threw with the Mets. He's got, I mean, hits. And with the Mets, 162. Uh, Cano is right there for hits. I mean, he needs to play. But he's about 300 shy. 300 career hits shy. He's 39 years old. He's not going to get it. And I said to myself, because I don't think I was doing downright sports when he left the Yankees, because he left the Yankees in 2009. Uh, no, he left the Yankees 2013. Yankees refused to pay him. He was 30 years old. He was one of the first guys that were older, and, Yan- and teams were like, yeah, we're not going to pay him. I thought it was suicide, and I still do. I think if Cano stayed with the Yankees, he would have been considered an all-time great. I think he would be in the same conversation with Miguel Cabrera and those guys because he um, he clearly was raking. He clearly, you know, playing Yankee Stadium at the short porch, it was, you know, the most beneficial thing for him. You know what I mean? Like, he could, he could do no wrong. One of his best seasons was 2012. 33 home runs. Uh, he batted 313, 94 RBIs. Next year, he had a fantastic season, 107 RBIs, 27 home runs, batted 314. In fact, his years with the Yankees went as such. I got an advertisement on the screen, which is aggravating the devil out of me. Um, but 
2010 and on. So with the Yanks, he batted 230. Uh, excuse me, 320, 319, 302, 313, 314, and 314. Uh, no, the 3-4, that was the last year. That was his first year with Seattle. But with the Yanks for three straight, one, two, three, four, five, five straight seasons, the guy was hitting over 300 and was clearly one of the best hitters in the game, best second baseman in the game. Leaves goes to Seattle and never was heard from again. Like, just straight up. He just was never heard. Like, it wasn't the fact, like, oh, he was just, you're being West Coast biased. No, he was not heard of again. He's got six, he's got eight all-star appearances, and I want to say all of them with the Yankees. Like, he just, because out there, like, nobody, like, it's not that nobody cares, but Seattle wasn't any good. And he could have stuck around. Like, think about Robinson Cano when the Aaron Judge arrives and Giancarlo Stanton arrives. And you got you ha- you would now have some of the best potent hitters in the game. You would get a guy like Luke. You know, the, it was just a, a handful of guys that joined the team. And you just start looking. You go, oh, oh, Celtics came back and beat the Bucks. Beat the brakes off from 109 to 86. By the time a lot of you hear this, game four or five would have happened. But the point is, that's impressive. Uh, good bounce back for them. But, unfortunately, Robinson Cano's career looks like it's probably going to come to an end. I would like to see if the Yankees have room to make a play for him. And maybe he can DH or finish out his career where it all got started. Yeah, you know, so that would be nice. That would be nice to see. So, now, the attendance in baseball is dreadful uh, for a lot of franchises. And it looks like if you, from what I saw earlier, was the, the photo? So, the attendance so far for Oakland A's, are you ready for this? Basically, 7,900 people, which is 7,942 to be exact. That's their average attendance as of now. Followed by Pittsburgh, which is around 13,000. Miami, 13,000. Uh, Tampa, 14. Cleveland, 14. Uh, uh, Kansas City, 15. Twins, four, 17. White Sox, 19. Nationals, 20. And uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks at 20. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. You're probably saying to yourself, well, what's your point? These stadiums average about 45,000 people, 35 at the least. And if you're an executive in baseball, or if you're an owner of a team that's not those I just mentioned to you, I am not happy with Oakland. I'm not happy with Pittsburgh. I'm not happy with any of these teams, especially in a situation where a team like the Yankees or the Dodgers when they go over the luxury tax, they have to give money to teams that are small markets. They're supposed to take that money and put it back into the organization to make their team better. Most of these small market teams, just because they're a small market, doesn't mean people won't come. People don't come to those games because they're, they're just, there's nothing for them. You're, if you're a small market team, this is your opportunity to experiment. This is your opportunity to steal ideas from the minor leagues. Uh, fans come, you know, bring your dog to game day or, uh, you know, kids run the base. Whatever. You can come up with stuff. Have a concert after the game. All kinds of things. 
If I'm Oakland, after every single game, I'm having a concert. E40 and Too Short get to perform after every game. Now, in Oakland's case, they're like, well, we want a new stadium. Well, here's the thing. To kind of make people think the new stadium is not the idea. Miami is in a new stadium. Uh, the Twins are in a new stadium. Washington is a new stadium. And the Diamondbacks might as well be a new stadium. The stadium is not the idea because you got to have stuff that brings people to this. If you build it, they will come. Well, if you have something there, they will come. Nobody, the, the, you can't name four players on Oakland. And if you can, you're a fan. Don't give me that crap. The Oakland, a, the baseball commissioner needs to currently right now pull these te- these franchises in and all franchises and go, we need to change this. It's bad to watch on television. Nobody wants to tune into a game and there's nobody there. Like, that's not, like, imagine we tuned into the Super Bowl. Let's just use that for example. You put the remote on, we're going to watch the Super Bowl, and there's not a soul there. Nobody's going to, I'm going to turn this off. This ain't cool. Or you turn it on, that stupid thing everybody went to last night or the night before the Met Gala, right? Oh, Yankees is killing the Blue Jays. Imagine everybody turned on the Met Gala, and there was like no reporters there, but everybody just standing there playing dress up. A, they already look stupid. B, they're going to look even more dumb. Like, yeah, I'm not going to watch this. If you're the base, if I'm the baseball commissioner, I'm telling, I'm not asking, I'm telling these owners, you need to fix this problem because you're killing the game. I know everybody thinks baseball is not going to go. Baseball is over a hundred something years old. It's only a matter of time before it goes somewhere. Trust me when I tell you this. Trust me. The game is not relatable to the the average fan. I love the game, but it's not relatable to the average fan. People don't understand it. The, what made baseball fantastic for hundreds of years was the storytellers, the reporters. They told the story. They spoke in like Shakespearean lore about Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle and uh, Willie Mays and all these guys. And in later years, like they 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 they, they put these players on the platform. Reporters today, especially baseball reporters, all they want to do is gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were cheating. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you're a terrible person. Gotcha. Where in the past, the reporters used to protect the players. They used to protect the game. And now, ownership, you're not helping. You're just fine with... Se- if I owned a professional sports team, and I had a stadium that sat... And I think in case of Oakland, that stadium is like 50-something, 50,000 people. And seven... Thousand showed up to me help you average person out there understand what I'm saying to you. Imagine, and I wrap the show up with this. You threw a birthday party. And you invited everybody. The birthday venue fit 50 people. And you invite 55 people. Because you're expecting I gotta turn some away. And in the day of you, all the promotion and the hoopla and everything out there. And in the day of your big birthday, seven people showed up. You know how you would feel? You know how you feel? I'm going to let you soak that one in. i tell you how you feel. I'm not going to tell you how you feel. Just feel it. 7,000 people. <laughs> oh, well. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening or watching. It's been, uh, we've been cool. Downright Sports is going dark for a while. Uh, we'll be a pop uh, late. Uh, May 
there will be a new episode that will pop up. That episode will be the Hoops in Hip Hop Conference. I will be attending May 21st. So that will be all interviews and everything. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, the show will be back. Uh, maybe in a new studio, but the show will be back. Uh, so we appreciate it. Uh, we'll do uh, to check on all the sports updates heard from me. You want to go to uh, Instagram, uh, Downright Sports at Instagram or Instagram Downright Sports. However, you pull it up. You can also go to TikTok Downright Sports. Uh, go to our Downright Sports Facebook group. Uh, you can check me out at Twitter at Brent Reed eighteen. Uh, you can also listen to the show. Uh, brand new episodes, 12 noon every Wednesday, brand new episodes. Every Wednesday on DJ Chase Radio, new episodes at live365.com slash DJ Chase Radio. At 8 o'clock on Thursdays on dynastyradiony.com, you can listen to the show, brand new episodes there. Uh, catch the show on Saturday at 8 a.m. on Fab 94.5, The Hits. Uh, you can also at 3 o'clock on Saturday, Trap Radar Radio at FleetRadioNetwork.com. Yeah, uh, we I thank everybody who has listened. This has been a cool uh, season. It really has. Uh, I've decided to break the show up in seasons. I may change that. But it was really awesome. Season 2 was uh, purely fun. A lot of experimental stuff. I, I had the privilege of being interviewed twice. Uh, in two in, in two weeks, which I thought was pretty cool, it's a big moment for me, and I thank everybody. Listen, we all—I don't know if the pandemic's over, but life is kind of getting a little. Life's getting back to normal, but things outside is getting crazy, and um, I don't tell people where they should uh, lay their head or make their beds, but pay attention what goes on, uh, especially around you. I know everybody thinks the news is something archaic and old, but you need to watch it because at any given moment, something that you think is yours could be gone. And you need to, um, for whatever side of the fence you on, you need to pay attention and do it smartly. And remember, you're not doing it out of malice. You're doing it out of um, the law. You know, if it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? In some cases... Things are happening that don't make sense. And it's becoming more of a fad or a trend to just be opposite of something for the sake of being opposite of something. Take the time and listen to others. That's what I'm saying. In any case. Take the time and hear what the other person has to say. And sometimes you may learn something. And you'll find out it's okay for people to have differences of opinion. At the end of the day, we're all the we're not the same thought wise, but we're the same in the fact we all want the same things. We want to go home. We want to go to work. I mean, we don't want to go to work, but we want to go home. We want to provide, take care of our family, and we just want to live a healthy and happy life. And that's everybody wants at the same time. Everybody wants that. Everything else is that. Everything else. So you know, all I ask if you listen to this show, and especially at the end of the show is respect the other person. You feel me? Just respect the other person. Can't get... That's not hard. If you expect somebody to respect your thoughts, if you expect somebody to respect and your opinion, and you expect somebody to listen to what you have to say, well, then you have to do the same thing. Fair? Cool. See you guys, as always. Deuces. Um...
I did this because I discovered. So if you're watching on Facebook Live, um, I do the I love you too sign. I did it by accident uh, uh, last year. So if you're listening on the radio, I do the I love you too sign in sign language on um, Facebook. I know I'm going on, but I've always done it by accident. I didn't know. I just was looking for a hand gesture. And I happened to be watching Inside the NBA and Ernie Johnson's son who uh, he was basically at the he was handicapped and he used to do that and Ernie Johnson has a um, uh, a fundraiser and uh, a charity and he does this I love you too and when I saw him do that I said oh snap I do I didn't know it I just did it so I do this after every show letting everybody know I love you too and it's the truth so in sign language for those of you listening on the air I love you too so you guys be safe we'll talk to you later Deuces. Good one. Yo, here's the NWO. Ready or not, here we come. Uh, Gorilla Cookie. Yeah. Too many strands. Uh, DJ Chase got beats. Go ahead, take a hit, I bet Cough up your lungs, think you got the Rona Gorilla cookie odor, yeah I'm a stoner But who is it in Corona? Uh, who is it, know what I mean? Go ahead, take a hit, I bet Cough up your lungs, think you got the Rona Gorilla cookie odor, yeah I'm a stoner But who is it in Corona? Yeah. Who is it, know what I mean? Uh. That virus on us, new world here upon us yeah. Along with some bomb for my smokers and my tokers Illegal spot hosters, quarantine posters Up in the crib with you and your whiz Blue guava, Mac 1 get you higher Quarantine, your lungs straight fire Chem dog, along with cherry yeah. Head fog, man, swear never smoke no more London pound cake with great bait Had me in space, Woo. I meditate all day Quantum space and white rhino coach bait Weed look, go buying a guru in my face Cereal, milk too raw, you can roll them too slim If you don't, you gon' get cranked Blueberry muffin with the strawberry sherbet to win No wins, too many strands Yo, my plug bugging again, but you know me smoking again Uh, yeah same OG, blowing trees, murder my me, sip that grief, lost police, me and Chase, yo, yeah, turn the beat, they came for heat, they came for smoke, take the beat, purple runs, no choke, what smoke, weed all day in my lungs, I can't vote, new industry music group, my folk, worldwide chase is the, so go ahead, take a hit, I bet, cough up your lungs, think you got the Rona, gorilla cookie odor, yeah I'm a stoner, but who is it, dark corona, who is it, dark, go ahead, take a hit, I bet, cough up your lungs, think you got the Rona, gorilla cookie odor, yeah I'm a stoner, but who is it, dark corona, but who is it, dark corona, quarantine weed, New Industry Music Group, Worldwide Sounds, DJ Big Gift, you know how we do, Quarantine Road.